0: everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast. I am Kayla, and today I am joined with Sammy. Hello. And today, um, I'm going over a review on Korean manhwa and webcomics and their Korean drama adaptations slash um, animation slash got adapted into like anime, but all of that fun stuff. Essentially, this is just going to be an overview, quick um, overview of Manhwa and its origins first. And then on a lot of popular webcomics that got K-drama adaptations or animated adaptations. And then just some of my favorite ones and ones I want adapted or like just recommendations I have generally for everybody.
1: And I'm here for moral support.
0: Yes. Because I've seen a
1: lot of these shows, but I don't Mm -hmm. read webcomics. I don't read Manhwa. I don't read any of it.
0: <laughs> yes. But um the webcomic manhwa adaptations into K-dramas are becoming have... a lot more popular these days. Like, almost every K-drama is now it's being an adapted adaptation. from a manhwa a or a webcomic. So... Yes. I mean, it's it's similar. Very familiar.
1: It, it's getting very... It's getting to be just a lot of everything. And I have attempted to read a few... Kayla has recommended to me some. The thing is, I'll get about, like, two chapters in. And then I'm like... I'm fine. I don't, I also don't enjoy reading on my computer. Mm-hmm. So even with, um, cause I have read a lot of the, um, like Don May, I read a lot of Don May and the fact that they're now getting published in book form is how I'm actually having to fucking finish it. That's mm-hmm. how I'm reading MDZS is the yes, fact yes. that it's being published in book form because I can't yes, read yes. 3,000 pages. PDFs or... I can't. Just chunks of text in a PDF. Yeah, I, I can't. I did that for school, and it destroyed my ability to do that for pleasure. Yeah, so I still I have to have have do that a book.
0: right now, and it's like not... I don't enjoy that, so I feel that. Nope. nope. So
1: I, mm-hmm. I must read it in a physical form, and they don't do that with uh, Manhua. For the most part. It's they all don't,
0: really. Well, it's a, with, It depends. It depends, um, but yeah. for the
1: most part, they don't get, ever get physical releases. The fact that
0: you're finding like English translations of it is like yeah, slim to none, for sure. Oh yeah.
1: Like, again, I think it's slowly changing. The fact that I can buy like English
0: translated Don May right mm-hmm. now is insane. So maybe one day. Mon oh, we Ho do will know do that it. really terrible one that's getting um English reprinting. So, oh, we do. We do. Yeah.
1: If you mm-hmm. want to say its name, so we're not leaving people <laughs> in the dark.
0: Yeah, so it's a not thing a... That we both read a while ago when I was like more into anime. It's called Killing Stalking, which is like one of the absolute worst pieces of media I have ever consumed in my life, and I have can't also recommended enough to people. Weirdly, it is, like, literally again, terrible. Again,
1: I, I personally, I, th- the thing with it is, as a, if you are into horror, as if you read it purely as a psychological horror. It's fine. It's a psychological horror. It's horrifying. It's
0: pretty well it's done. It's terrifying. If you yes. read it as a romance, which again, which is the, which I is don't... The rel- which is the view that a lot of people read it as they read it under as the a guise pure of a romance, romance. And I'm it's like, this not is okay. not... It's not it. It's the not okay. It's blatantly stated that it's not a she does not support again, like, that relationship or the activities that are happening. Like, those I'm are not good. Like She knows that. Like, with artorial intent,
1: this woman is... This person is wonderful at writing horror.
0: Yeah,
1: we. I love like the horror. It's horrifying. It is hard to read.
0: It's it was it's one bad. of the hardest thing I've had. To, like I've tried I mean, to read it. It's, it's a it's, it's, bad. It's, it's a
1: wonderful when viewed as a horror.
0: When yeah. and I th- it is intended
1: to be a horror. And the thing that makes it more... It almost adds to the horror is that
0: many is that people view people it as a romance. People view it as a romance, yeah. Exactly, it adds to the horror. Incredibly awesome. That
1: is being published by the same people that are publishing all of um, MXTX's novels. The All of the the novels that did A Heaven Official's Blessings, Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. That same uh, publishing house is, also does uh, a bunch of manga. And also now is doing, I guess, a bunch of attempting to get into manhwa. So they're also going to be doing Killing Stalking.
0: Mm-hmm. Who is, knows when
1: that will be out? I think that's out later this year. I it's believe. a
0: choice that that was the first one they picked I mean, for that. I mean, let's be honest here. People are going to buy people it. People are going to buy it. People are weird. But, people um... are going to buy it. And honestly,
1: it is a way, like, I'm not saying that that story should not exist because it is a horror and it yeah. is that 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 writer is not out here glorifying abuse. She is condemning no, abuse.
0: She is clearly she is stated that, clearly she, stated is that made, she is not. She did okay not write this. that for it to be viewed in so a romantic I, I, way. So I, I can't
1: I can't condemn that book from being published because it is not even the most graphic or worst thing that's ever been. Like it's not much more graphic than other horrors of that kind like it's not uberly worse. It's just that I just think have the taken fandom it of it and ruined, ruined it
0: entirely. Yes.
1: They've taken it to a level that I think is very unhealthy. Oh, so yeah. otherwise I don't blame I almost don't blame them for publishing it. I think it's fine. Yeah. But I do think that that might depending on how and unfortunately depending on how how well that specific one does, mm-hmm. it might determine how future manhwa are done and how, if they are translated and if they are published as physical copies
0: yeah, because will. like
1: that's that's really one of the first ones being not the first web comic, obviously, because I know like um, not a mon- it's not a manhwa, but like *Lore Olympus* is a web comic, and that's being published in volumes now, and that's very much different. But like specifically manhwa, yeah, because like, that's written in stuff. English specifically, right, so yeah. that
0: goes through like diff- like English publishing, goes language, like a different. Like, it doesn't need yeah.
1: translating, and so it's a lot yeah, different. Yeah. It's a bit different than that, but I'm just saying, like generally speaking, like web comics have been started to be published as books.
0: Oh yeah, just mo- it's manhwa specifically.
1: That's like yeah. A little bit behind
0: so so Kayla um, what is let's begin what is manhwa so yeah brief introduction into manhwa so it is essentially the Korean equivalent to Japanese manga and a lot of it is actually largely influenced by Japanese manga in the first place due to the Japanese occupation of South Korea um, that always goes 1900s. back to the yeah. Japanese occupation of South Korea. <laughs> yep. Um, so, manhwa started rising in popularity back in, like, the 1950s and 60s, um, and that's where a lot of the, sort of, more modern genres of manhwa were created then. Um, but there was a lot of, like, a political change happening during that time, so there was also a lot, a lot of censorship and on the distribution of manhwa at that time as well. And so, for a while we kind of mentioned this a lot of international distributors actually started distributing manhwa and marketing it as manga because they didn't know the difference yeah a lot of international audiences wouldn't know the difference either either because it is so similar to japanese and also depending on how
1: and also again depending on how like especially before like recent times when like south korean culture has become sort of this hot thing you just say yeah manga that that yeah those asian stories like there was a lot of that happening at the same time
0: yeah and the animation and the art style for that is so similar anyway that it's you know if you're being given a manhua and told that it's a manga and you're just reading a translation in english like you wouldn't know otherwise really no they're so similar to each other in that way um but they've quickly, both manhwa and webcomics, have grown in popularity in a lot of Western countries recently. And because they're so accessible and the reading style is also from left to right instead of in manga where you have to read it right to right left. Right to left, yeah. It's a lot easier for people it's to sort of like, get into yeah. as
1: well. It's like reading just like a regular, more like a, it's like a combination of a comic book and a uh, uh, manga. Because mm-hmm. also a lot of them are in color many times, especially yeah. web ones.
0: Yeah. So that leads into web comics. So web comics are actually pretty distinctive from manhwa because manhwa is usually so manhwa is used as sort of a blanket term to refer to like any sort of Korean um, sort of like comics in a way. But web comics are specifically written um, to be read on your phone. And so that originated in damn webtoon um, and neighbor webtoon in 20 uh 2003 and 2004 and they were they were essentially written in a way that you could read them on a smartphone manhua technically refers to the actual like print print versions Mm -hmm. and then digital comics are referred to as webtoons Mm -hmm. and because web comics are written in a way that is so easily accessible and easy to read They've actually started to push the print manhwa out of the market because of that. I mean,
1: it is so much easier just to read things on your phone anyway. Yeah. Plus the fact that you can just buy many people, you can just buy digital versions of manga in manhwa anyway. So even if you're even if it's in print, many people do choose still to read them on a other device, yeah. I, both because of how convenient and also it is slightly cheaper. It is. Buying physical copies of things is ki- is more expensive, obviously.
0: Oh, yeah. And because webcomics also sort of follow the publication style of something like Shonen Jump, where it comes out in a magazine, you get like one chapter mm-hmm. a week. Webcomics often release like one chapter at a time per week. You can pay usually extra money to read a couple of chapters ahead. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you can read more recent chapters like for free, like one chapter a week. That's how a lot of websites work because they're drawn um digitally and they're drawn in the like way that they're meant to be read on a phone a lot of them are also drawn in color rather than black and white where manhua for print is normally only in black and white for cost-saving
1: purposes obviously as well
0: yeah a lot of them also involve like music or little animated sections while you're reading this, this is something i come across a lot if there's like an end chapter or like a really intense chapter the artists will sometimes get someone to like make a music background to the scene when you're reading that will actually sort of change and That's progress adorable. as you're scrolling through it which is really really cool i think it adds a lot to the reading experience for that and um in south korea the web comics are actually also subject to a lot less censorship than things that are in print manhwa so that th- you can sense. get a lot of different stories um, and a lot more diversity in web comics specifically, rather than things that are being published in print. Which yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. And then there's a lot of websites now, like Tapas and WebTune specifically, that have greatly increased sort of the international appeal of web comics. And so those websites as well are very easy for people to sort of draw their own web comics and publish them on their own. So there's a lot more western webcomics just available online now and i'm saying like especially if you're in like a english-speaking western country you're probably getting those advertised to you more a lot than the korean ones as well a lot oh yeah i get ads
1: for i get ads for webtoon so often that's and how they got
0: me. They got me by showing me um, trailers for Lore Olympus. Constantly. They kept showing me. Tra-
1: I kept getting trailers for Lore Olympus, so I keep yep. getting trailers for Webtoon. I think all the time Webtoon has got like a great like advertising. They do. Market. Yeah, they really do. Every once in a while, I think when something like bigs happening, they fucking blast it, and it's the only ad I get for like a good week. Oh yeah, and I kind of want to die a little this bit. This is yeah. This is hundred
0: percent how they I got into reading web comics is because I kept getting YouTube ads for them.
1: See, my thing is just that it, I think YouTube feels like it is in my wheelhouse. That like you know, I this is something she would like, but I can't read shit on my computer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> thus, I don't want to. So you can't. Thus, like, yeah. Thus, so, like, I'm like try, I'm done. but like it's kind of you can't. It's do like it. you're trying,
1: but I'm also like not having it.
0: Oh yeah. But otherwise, it's fun. Mm-hmm. So, because it is so directly influenced by manga, there is a couple of big things I've noticed that set manhwa apart from it um, specifically. So, part of that is the art style. I think the art style is less exaggerated generally. I think it tends to be more of a middle ground in between like Western style comics and like a manga because you don't get like the really like. Big eyes in a lot of um, manhwa rather than you do in manga, which is I think one of the biggest like st- like things that set apart like anime art style. So because of that, it's kind of hard sometimes to determine the ethnicity of a person in a manga, mm-hmm. where it's essentially because everyone's eyes are drawn so big and the same that it's hard to tell it apart. Whereas if you're reading a manhwa, the art style I think is a little bit more realistic, so it's easier to sort of tell apart ethnicities that way mm-hmm. which i think is a little bit interesting um that's, that's a, style wise. that's
1: not something I you i would think about but that does yeah. seem like a because there is always a lot of questions in manga especially when things get like adaptations
0: right because so one of the things with that is like fairy tale and i'm like i yeah. don't know what ethnicity anybody Any in fairy tale are. is supposed to be <laughs>
1: yeah i don't think the author particularly paid much attention to right it, it all <laughs> is
0: vague vague people Right, but with, like, um, one of the ones that I have read more recently where I found this, like, very apparent, um, I read Hellbound. Hellbound, you can tell every character in there is Korean. Like, it's very obvious that everyone in there is Korean. And you can obviously pick that up just by the setting alone, but if there were sort of more foreign characters, the art style definitely sets them apart more so. Which I think mm-hmm. is really um, an interesting yes. part of the art style there. So the general themes of also just generally the genres of manhwa are a lot different to begin with. One of the things that I think is really big of a difference that there's, like, action-adventure storylines, like, the shounen genre doesn't exist in manhwa. Really? So things like One Piece, Bleach, Naruto, fairy tale, fantasy-like adventure stories, like, grand adventures, they just do not exist in manhwa, like i at least haven't found anything that's really at all similar to any of those um sort of storylines before ah Mm
1: -hmm. so like you can't have like your your so shonen isn't necessarily a genre
0: yeah shonen as a genre just i don't think exists there are definitely like fantasy and like um more action adventure type stories but they're just different they're, They're just, just so different, different that you can't
1: put them in like They're the, definitely the, not the, in a traditional genre at all. Like the traditional shonen category isn't necessarily where you'd put them.
0: No. Like okay. there's definitely an equivalent of like shojo. Like there's definitely a bigger focus I think on romance, slice of life, crime, psychological horror. There's a lot of magic too. Um, so all of that is still very similar mm-hmm. to manga, but I think that was something specifically that I recognize is that like the shonen genre just doesn't exist um, really with Manwa as much. That's interesting, and because que- this 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 is, this
1: is, this is a, an interesting um, question to ask because mm-hmm. I I always feel like your traditional, especially with shonen, it is made for young boys. Yeah the que- is it do you think that also then like a web comic or a um, manhwa are just made for a different type of audience i think they're definitely made for think- a different audience cuz i don't particularly when i think of a ma- uh, manhwa or like even the ones that get popular none of them seem to be geared toward a they can be, right other than the horror ones or the more action ones, which yeah, to I do to a I general honestly audience, do feel
0: like manhwa and webcomics comics have a much larger audience of women. And mm-hmm. I I was thinking about this for a while because I'm like, is well, maybe it's because I'm a woman and I'm only seeing the stuff that is directed towards me. But it seems yeah. like the romance ones and even like the crime or like more sort of like slice of life with magic. Those yeah. are still some of the most popular ones, but they do still seem like they're more geared towards women rather than, um, like, younger younger boys or men, really. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, maybe one of the biggest differences, because I think anime does and manga does have a more male audience, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's almost the opposite for manhwa, at least with my experience with it, anyway. As opposed to, like, your... It, it does seem like they're targeting
1: different audiences oh, yeah. or that tar- or that different audiences are uh going in that direction
0: right right mm-hmm. um so generally if you're looking to read web comics there's a couple of really popular websites for that um and these are the ones that you can get to like from an international standpoint and are also legal to read on. So these yeah, are... Yeah, you can yeah. find them. You can find them in a they lot of places, They are very easily friends. accessible. I personally read almost all of mine on Webtoon. I think that's a really great website. They have a lot of webcom- Korean webcomics, manhwa, um, a lot of Western webcomics as well that I also really enjoy. So I really recommend Webtoon. Taptastic is also another big one. So is Tappy And so is Webtoon XYZ. Mm-hmm. Um, just different sites just have different rights to, like, publishing different stories, so you kind of have to go to look through all of them to see which one is sort of has the genre of webcomics you want to read. You might yeah. be going to all of them, it depends, but those are all really good websites to read them on. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, those are really where you can find a lot of them.
0: hmm So, then to get into K-drama adaptations of web comics see this is
1: where I can have more more of an expertise on Um, because I'm
0: yes there's a lot of them so this is I went through a I'm just gonna give you a list like it's just a list of a lot of shows right now a lot of notable shows notable shows that have come out recently yes I went on a wikipedia article and just looked up however many were um were adapted from web comics and these were the most notable ones that I found so some of the K drama adaptations of Mon Juan Lab comics are Extraordinary You, True Beauty, Love Alarm, Strangers from Hell, Memorist, Mystic Pop Up Bar, Cheese in the Trap, Sweet Home, Hellbound. DP Navarella, Nevertheless, Imitation, Yumi Cells, Backstreet Rookie, Rugal, Itaewon Class, Her Private Life, Gangnam Beauty, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, Save Me, Let's Fight, Ghost, Orange Marmalade, and She Would Never Know. That was a lot. That's not that's even a lot all of them. the ones that that's have been the notable not even ones. all of them. That's
1: the notable ones. It's not including mm-hmm. the ones that are coming out. And also, some of these I did not know. I did not know Itewan Class was a webcomic. Yep. That's a webcomic.
0: Did I didn't not know Seed
1: was a webcomic either. A lot of these are surprises because yep. it's just... I mean, I guess it makes sense. Similar to how like every time you watch an anime, you're like, this is probably based on a manga. And you're right. 99% of the time right.
0: Yep. That's sort of where K-dramas are heading. I'd say like a, they are. A, at least I, 50% of K-dramas if not more are being based off of webtoons now. And that kind of upsets me because I do think that
1: a lot of times, well a lot of these are amazing. I love some of these shows. I also think some of these shows are
0: shit. Yeah. But some of those are much better are than others. And some of it is like a decent webcomic that was just like portrayed badly as a drama, but what it's would like you- Okay, a little so bit we'll, of both.
1: we'll get into more specifics in a minute, but, yeah. like, generally speaking, I do like... Because, again, some of my favorite K-dramas are very much these new stories that were made for the screen. A lot of these, you can tell, are adaptations of something else. Either the stories are very condensed because you they are not allowed to go for 150 chapters. Look at True Beauty. Yeah. How many chapters is True Beauty right now, Kayla, would you say, around...
0: Oh, it's like two over two fifty, I think. Yeah, and it's ongoing. Young, it's not it's finished ongoing, yeah. for
1: sure. Yeah, it's still ongoing. True I think. Beauty... I think
0: that the part of True Beauty that got covered in the K drama is about like the first like one fourth of the current webcomic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. True Beauty the sh- series is sixteen episodes. It tells a complete, technically a complete story, but it also has a very like ru- kind of rushed ending,
0: yeah. Because so it is
1: an it is a it's ongoing. It's a it's an ongoing story, and also it is not a show that will be ongoing. It is a show that will be done. So yeah, they so try to about, wrap everything up in a nice, neat little bow.
0: Yeah. So it's ongoing. It has two hundred chapters. The web uh, the K drama only covers up to around like fifty five.
1: Mm-hmm. And even then, I feel like they cut out a bunch of stuff. They did for sure. So I think in reality, what you're looking at is just like condensed things, even though certain things are not condensed. I know Strangers from Hell is actually quite a short little, like it's not terribly long. So I think the show was actually able to cover most of that, but it's yeah. like anytime you're putting, turning the, the thing you can describe is like putting a book into a movie. Yeah. Like you're condensing a lot of it down. You have to make a lot of cuts and many times, I think um, you were saying that there were some that you thought were uh, bad adaptations of decent comics. What would yes. you say is an example of that?
0: Um, imitation, hundred percent, is a bad adaptation of a decent comic. Um, we've talked about before how imitation is a terrible, terrible show. We did not and have fun because I was so curious of the source material. I went and I read, I think, the first twenty something chapters. It is so much better than the show. The characters are so much more interesting, have so much more personality, and the plot is, like, not anywhere similar to the K-drama at all. It's like they took the names of the characters and they took a general theme and just made their own show with it, and it was terrible. They have the same vague personality traits. Have, like, almost essentially zero personality traits. It's like, I would say that the main character, the our little oh, bitch no. baby jun young he is playing a different characters he is ah. playing a different his character is so much more interesting he's maybe more of an asshole but i think it makes him more interesting that probably makes him a more interesting character generic, to watch grow yeah yeah than just being like generic like shitty asshole with an ego it's like the other character i think has a lot more interesting like traits to him than that so i think that was mm-hmm. awful I, that was a terrible adaptation of like an okay show so it was actually so you would rec- you would still recommend the web i would recommend the imitation web that is also a one that is um a lot longer than mm-hmm. what they covered in the show but they didn't even really cover any element of I the mean, comic in that the show, to that begin show with, didn't really so, have a plot so yeah. we can't even say anything yes but i i do think the um the web comic is fun especially if you like k-pop because it's obviously it involves a lot of the k-pop scene uh-huh. so i think it's i think it's a lot more fun the web mm-hmm. comic yes yeah, so also get,
1: uh, oh what
0: did you say another say. one
1: that is um a, an adaptation uh so uh, we recently watched semantic error
0: oh yeah that was a web comic i love cement we loved semantic cute. error but that's it's still the best show we've well. ever watched <laughs> i <laughs> like know it's the best people. show
1: we've ever watched together semantic error so yep. um that a, a lot of BL is also very much adaptations of different, oh, yeah. uh, both manga and manhwa and web comics mm-hmm. and just books. Yeah, a lot of books. just a lot of like BL light is yeah. like like. I mean, I'm reading fucking three thousand page light. No- I'm reading three of them simultaneous, three simultaneous <laughs> three thousand page books. Yep, one every three month, three to six months. Mm-hmm. It's what I've resorted to in my life. <laughs> they're producing more um, for people that actually care about uh, Don May. Which again, I'm derailing this every once in a while just to talk about my interest. But uh, the heist, the husky and his white cat is getting an, uh, a a uh, translation, so they're actually moving out of just uh, MXTX's work. So I'm excited Ooh, for that.
0: That's fun. more. Da- I
1: I just like more translations. Yeah, I like the fact that we are able to get legal. I mean, legal I don't think legal, yes, like legal especially official because
0: translations.
1: official translations in like physical books where you're able to like support the authors because that's another thing. I just like that we're getting more stuff. Yeah, I really and, like in, that. And I think that it's just like a sign that like this stuff is one. I think the reason we're getting is because they've seen that it's profitable. Yeah, first off, like sure. the, the, they're making money off of it. But two, I think that it just shows that the, 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 the increase in interest in it.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so to get in now to just some of my slash our opinions on webcomic adaptation shows that we've <sighs> seen the first one i want to talk about is extraordinary you and true beauty together because i think they're I both very both of similar them. types of adaptation. yeah i think
1: so both of them went leaned very much into and i don't i've never read either of these i think i read like a good couple chapters of true beauty Mm-hmm. And the 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 characterization seemed very similar, at least to me, in the beginning parts. Where yeah, the they, they take the characters. It's a very,
0: both of them have very true like adaptations of the characters. The characters are very similar. I to think how they that are in they. The
1: I think what ended up happening with both of them, because I also know that Extraordinary You is also a longer mm-hmm. webcomic, I feel like what ends up happening in the adaptation process, at least in a good adaptation process is that you take the character, you take the setting, and essentially you're just reimagining an ending. Yeah. Or imagining an ending that makes sense for the characters at that moment. Because yeah. the char- you can't also take the ending of that comes, you know, 60 chapters later because so much other shit has happened in right, the middle. Right. So what you're doing is just sort of making up a... And, and that's why a lot of the endings to these shows, many people will call them like, oh, the ending was underwhelming. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it's not the intended ending. These characters were not intended to end at this point. These characters that still have so much else to grow. Oh, yeah. Because they haven't solved all their problems yet. Because <laughs> they still have another, like, 100 chapters to go before they solve their problems.
0: hmm
1: And end up happy.
0: That's so yeah, also I why think... I
1: feel like a lot of them end with at least... So, spoilers for the ending of both True Beauty and Extraordinary You.
0: Uh-huh. At the
1: end of True Beauty, we end up with a uh, mini time skip. Yeah. Where... We catch up with the characters in college, and mm-hmm. like Unwoo had left to go to college somewhere else, and then like they just end up meeting with a time skip, right? And I think that's partially why you have to do that. Is and just I cause... think that's
0: a good way to sort of end the plotline, yeah. especially for like a K drama adaptation, because in the webcomic Unwoo goes to Japan, and then he there goes to Japan on the show too. A full continuing storyline after that of just like a lot of other things. Like that's the end of like essentially the first arc of the story. And I think if you're gonna have to end it there, because you obviously can't get to the whole thing, um, I think just like sort of imagining like a happy ending after like a time skip is like a good way to do that. I think it works really well.
1: I think it is an it is the easiest way to do that while still being true to the story and not just completely making something up. Right. Also, then you have with extraordinary you, you have just the added ending of it's all it's a bittersweet ending it is where like they just essentially go into the next uh manhwa because yeah. that's the the plot of you is that it's these side characters of a manhwa figuring out that they're in a manhwa mm-hmm. which is i think very clever and very cute
0: i think that's really cute and then it's like pseudo like boys over flowers is yes the, they it. <laughs> boys over flowers yes which is so, I also think what I really liked about that is I think they made the main character um, a lot funnier than she is in the webcomic which I, I think is love her. It was a really really good change to make because she definitely comes off more boring in the webcomic which is fine because you're just reading her internal thoughts for a lot mm-hmm. of it but I think if you're just doing that for the actual K-drama it makes her really boring. So I I'm think very both glad of those they made her more interesting of a character.
1: Both of those shows really uh, leaned into the comedy. Mm -hmm. And I think that, especially with Extraordinary You, they also leaned, they also made the very conscious and I think good idea to not translate so many of like the specific manhwa tropes. Yeah. But translate drama tropes. They knew how to adapt their setting and the jokes that are happening to the setting around them.
0: Yeah, I also think extraordinary that extraordinary you U is not a funny. It's not funny at all it as isn't. a webtoon. But I think um, making it funny was a really. I think it's really a good, good adaptation choice K-drama. because
1: I think a lot of the manhwas that are in that boys over Flower style because boys over flowers is based on a manga, which yeah. keeps getting adaptations and will continue to keep getting adaptations till we die. But um, I think that that those stories very much go very earnest. Mm -hmm. But I also didn't think that when they get translated, they add a lot of comedy because it's the shit that goes down in those stories is surreal when it's done by real people. Thus, I think you have to make it funny, or else there is no joy. If you put, if you make that show serious, there's Mm -hmm. no joy in it. And then True Beauty, I also think lean into the comedy because again, if you don't lean into the comedy, this is a show about a girl using makeup to like essentially. A girl who's maliciously bullied figuring out, hey, if I'm pretty with makeup, people will like me. And mm-hmm. it's an adorable story, and it's very sweet, and you have, like, it is not as shallow and as superficial, and, like, the message is actually and, like, quite the web sweet. The webcomic
0: is very funny to begin with, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's, like, a they were really you able to, to, to capture, that like, comedy. the same essence of that in the adaptation. And again, I think it's a if you play it straight, mm-hmm.
1: it's not good. I think it becomes almost it's not fun it's yeah. again there's no joy in it it's it it almost the message changes also if you're if, if it's not a fun show because you're forced to take it too seriously it's not right. in this like hyper almost fantasy ideal world yeah if you have to take it seriously then you end up with a sad you're just sad
0: yep <laughs> it's
1: sadder if you're not having if you don't get comedy
0: mm-hmm to switch from that to go to She's in the Trap*, which so, I think is similar to these other two, but it was adapted very badly.
1: So, uh, to to make a mental note on *Cheese in the Trap*, Kayla, you've never finished *Cheese in the Trap*. You have like I, what I two refuse, or three I, episodes. I've
0: quit it like two episodes from the end because I was just which so again done with it. the like, fact I that can't. you were
1: so close that you didn't. Yeah, I, I have, I have talked about how I've seen a lot of shitty shows. Kayla has what has. Essentially, had Kayla seen me watch and finish a lot of shitty shows. Yes, I could not get past episode two of *Cheese in the Trap*. *Cheese in the Trap*. I could not stand it. It is, and genuinely, my opinion on it. And the reason I couldn't stand is that for me to watch a show, for even me to watch a bad show, either I need to be invested in the plot, wherein I want to see what the fuck's gonna go down, like um. We're watching Rainbow Prince right now. Yep. Rainbow Prince is not good.
0: Terrible, terrible show.
1: But dear God, am I curious how the fuck that ends? Yeah, Kinda. because it's, I don't know where we're going with it. So
0: I, I've also least to know.
1: this this year I watched What the Duck. What the Duck's a shit shit show. But I was curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imitation was similar for us, where we were like, well, what's going on? What here? are we? The King. Of Half of the- Imitation was me waiting for Channy to show up That's and wondering fair. where he was. Also, uh, one specifically that I'm here for the plot was like I was very curious what was going to happen in the King and Turtle Monarch. Yeah, I was very curious. That show was shit, but I was like, right, but, like right. I kind of want to see where this plot goes. Mm-hmm. Or the other thing a show, a bad show can have that makes me keep watching is one good character.
0: Yes, because I was in, there to in care it about. for
1: seeing, like, for example, um, Vincenzo. Shit show. I was there for fucking uh. For Tekken only, uh huh. Like you gotta, you gotta get I know, one that character. That was really
0: what was getting me through Vincenzo. Exactly.
1: <laughs> another one that goes with the that goes in the first category is another adaptation that I don't know if we're talking about in here. Mm-hmm. A Love Alarm. Oh yeah. I Love Alarm is shit. It's a terrible show. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, you have a good premise. Right. Maybe you'll do something with it. They did not. I don't. No. I I am genuinely. It's one of the ones of the ones here. It is the one I'm most curious... If I ever was going to read webcomics, I probably see what would, that right, was about. would see if that does it better. Yeah. If it was a bad adaptation of a good uh, webcomic. Right, right. Because I just want to know how... Like, what what's the...
0: What's going on there? What's
1: going on here? I was so curious.
0: Mm-hmm. So... The thing with Cheese and the Trap is it suffers from two things. Number one, the source material is bad. And number two, the adaptation of the bad source ah. material is also bad. So also both at the same yeah, time. Yeah, the
1: reason I had to drop Cheese and the Trap is that it is the most generic story of college girl meets asshole.
0: Yeah. And then there's,
1: like, the bad boy second male lead. Yeah. I don't even think I met the second male lead when I dropped it. He might have just been introduced. I just remember that I looked at these two pieces of white toast in front of me mm-hmm. like unbuttered untoasted yeah. just bread and i was just thinking like i could be doing so many other things like, with my life the source
0: material is so boring the characters are so boring that there is They're not a lot so the actors could have done flat. with them in the first place this to is yes yeah. it and the like, the other they were thing given, is... like, incredibly flat, boring characters, and, like, at that point, it's like, well, what can and you like, do? again, we've seen that
1: before. Like, the girl from Extraordinary You was made better. Yeah. They were- g- they gave her something. So, like, in the adaptation, they could have given these characters more things. hmm The problem, really, is that they gave them nothing to do. They also- it is the most generically- sh- like, nothing is interesting about it. It's not interestingly shot- no, it's so
0: it's so boring. It's so boring. The
1: characters you, are so boring. Like and then you're like the color palette is fucking boring. There's it's nobody to so root beige. for
0: here. Yeah, it's so they took it's concept. Like, so just
1: shades of orange and beige yes. the whole show. Like it's not even like you can watch it and be interested in like cuz there are some um for especially like Chinese shows like you can be a little confused by the plot. But it's fucking gorgeous. Like, uh, I know The Untamed at times, like, people get confused by the plot. But, like, it's beautiful to look at. There's scenery porn in everything. Mm -hmm. There's so many shows that are just, like, um, Crash Landing on You is gorgeous. The plot's not the best, but it's beautiful. It's very
0: pretty to watch. It's so
1: pretty to watch. You can watch that thing on mute and you're having Mm -hmm. a good time.
0: Yeah.
1: That show is so bland to like the acting's bland the story's bland the show looks they took cheese the 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 color palette of cheese very and literally because yeah, it is and just that's
0: the whole color palette of this i show. understand it's what it's going
1: color. it's i understand what it's going for because it almost has that like very like warm fall like it's meant to look like warm and nostalgic
0: yeah but the it's problem like... is
1: Like you need some you that that would work if this show was like a cute heartwarming thing. It doesn't work when I'm fucking bored out of my mind just looking at it. I'm just like the two male
0: leads are literally just awful as well. So there's and then the main character is like super fucking boring and just like almost like unbelievable, unbelievably boring. So Mm -hmm. there's just nothing there. And then it's like I've talked about this before in past episodes of how the actual direction and like production of that show was a shit show to begin with. Because yeah, She's in the so, Trap, I think, is still ongoing. So they uh, had to do the same thing with True Beauty and Extraordinary U, where they had to make an ending. The director, for some reason, thought to make an ending that threw out the first male lead and then focused, like, purely on second male lead and then brought in first male lead again. Right at the end. Right at the end because the first male lead actor was about to sue the production company. Because he was
1: told he was, first again, male lead. first male lead. I, I honestly feel bad for that actor. I feel bad genuinely for all these actors. It's a shit show. Because these the actors have gone on to do, like, better things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the problem is that, like, this is just a tarnish on their reputation. Yeah. Like, it's... It's bad. It's not good. Like, they've all gone on to be in more things.
0: Much none of which I things. have...
1: But also none of which I have really seen. Like, I mean, the main lead in that is the main lead from Goblin and the King Eternal Monarch and yeah. Yumi sells. Like, so maybe this, that's this, not. She's great She's her. doing. Like, these are not. Like, I don't like these shows. Yeah. But are they successful? Except for the King Eternal Monarch, yes. The King Eternal Monarch was a great disappointment, and, it's and I'm like, very I know happy. A it lot was. of
0: people who enjoy *She's in the Trap*. Um, which is fine, I guess, but I just, I, it's still one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Like, and I haven't even really finished it, but it's just awful. You're very close to finishing I it. I might as well have finished it, and it's just, it's bad. It, you, it's you like, source didn't... material was bad, adaptation was even worse than the bad source material, so it's like, all things are going wrong there. Now we get to three that I have seen enough of to know
1: the plot, but will never watch to completion. Yeah. Except so, maybe one.
0: Nevertheless, is right after cheese in the trap because nevertheless is like I almost identical to cheese in the trap, but maybe like half a step better than cheese in the trap. because the thing
1: with this is the that the adaptation this is also- of
0: it is not bad. The problem is the source material is bad, and then they just adapted that like very directly. So it's just bad because the source material it's, is bad. again,
1: there's not much they could have done.
0: No. And it's like, my big problem with it is that, so the main, the two male the leads are Song Kang and then Han Sohee, oh, who are both like Song the Kang. most cardboard cutout of actors and actresses you can find these days. Song Kang, I feel like I have yet to see him
1: really work. Yeah. And not, by by really work, I mean be successful at what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it is impossible. I think they just need I a very specific of I've seen too much kind of Song of
0: Kang, and he is just the same in every
1: single thing I've seen him in. And the problem is none of those characters should be that. Because I have seen... Song Kang plays a very specific type of cold character who eventually does not... You know, a woman makes him better, but like, yeah. you can still, by the end, he's still a little like. He's not. He. He's never going to play a heartwarming character. I'm going to put it that way. He's very much like Asundari who
0: also has, like, a big... Who's, like, also a narcissist is the character that song. That's the thing. And by the
1: end, he is still a narcissist. But, like, he is not a narcissist for this one specific person.
0: 100% at the end and Nevertheless and Navarella even really Still a narcissist for sure. Still a narcissist.
1: I attempted to watch more novel era than I did, uh nevertheless i feel yeah. like nevertheless i could have sat through I was bored
0: nevertheless is just got a boring plot the characters are so boring and they have no chemistry together and that's not a problem right. with those two actors specifically that's just how they are in the web comic to begin with i do and think that's... that if they got better actors we could probably get something better out of it but i do think the two of them are adapting the source material so directly that they're boring because their characters originally were boring. Again, I don't think there's much
1: you can do except for like, if you're if you're given such a direct adaptation, and it's this is the problem with doing a direct adaptation and not just like interpreting it. Yeah, because in a uh, um, way.
0: nevertheless is a, a completed um, web comic, so essentially ah. the entire show is the webcomic. Like that is pretty so much like a one for one make adaptation there.
1: Oh, eh. It's also one that I've seen very mixed things about mm-hmm. Re- in terms of the reaction at the end from people. I have seen so many mixed <coughs> mixed things from like people being like, "Oh, I really liked it da 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 da. And also people just being like, this was just not for me. I have, like, so- no
0: feelings on the ending because the ending was just so nothing and because the whole show was nothing. and I had no investment in anything, That the ending was just like, I don't care. It's whatever. Like, it didn't bother me because I just, like, was so uninvested in it to begin with. But mm-hmm. it's like, I can see how people both like and dislike it, but for me, I was just, like, very apathetic because I was just like, I don't care. It's fine. Okay. So next we have
1: a very popular one, one that I, I do. feel like people would know is an adaptation.
0: Yeah, so this is Sweet Home. Um this is maybe a hot take, maybe not a hot take, this 100% should not have been adapted in the first place. Adapted? Um, adapt, yeah. They're <laughs> like we should not have made an adaptation, specifically a Netflix adaptation specifically a netflix adaptation starring our mans yeah that's not even the problem with it the problem that it has actually nothing to do with the actors or the actual adaptation it's just not a story that should have been genuinely speaking i think
1: that the actors in sweet home do a decent job Mm -hmm. i think that they do what they like with the material given to them with the time allocated these people are doing their best. Yeah, and for me, and this I has nothing to do with the credit. actors
0: and, like, the extra, pro- kind of, I guess it is a production thing. But this story relies so heavily on, on CGI, CGI monsters that look so, so bad. It is distracting the entire time you're watching I it think because they look show, terrible.
1: I think if this show had the budget, if this show had the correct budget for it, it would
0: be good. It would be great, but it, would it did be great. not, it did not I, at all have anywhere close to the budget they needed to make the CGI zombie monsters believable I will say, I'll, 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 I'll say it, it now, bad. as having watched Song Kang
1: in a bunch of shit, his worst is still Love Alarm, we'll say that, I hate that, genuinely, again, I have not seen Love For, uh, neither of us have seen Forecasting Love and Weather, that's yeah. one we have no opinions on yet, yep. but- Sweet Home is probably his best work from what I've seen of it.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it might it be it's his like best. He's work. I think it is the a, a similar but different character it's a, is the fact that he's, he's like, sort of playing a loser. He's playing a loser, he's playing but a he's loser. got the same like kind of Sundari, just no emotion type thing going on, but it's just like in a different form. I think now. it
1: also kind of works with the supernaturalness of the character. Yeah. Spoilers for Sweet Home, spoilers for all of this, but like he ends up being like more of a supernatural creature by the end. Yeah. And I think that it that emotionless works with that character best. But
0: to be He's honest, it's still playing like a different just a different flavor of the same character really again, still. Again, it's a different flavor of the same dessert, but it's yeah. fine. Um, and it's like yeah, that's the big problem with Sweet Home is I've read like um I've watched a couple episodes of it and I've like read like about 20 chapters of it cuz I was actually reading it when it originally was printing mm-hmm. um which was years ago. And I just dropped it because I wasn't that interesting to me. And then when I heard it was getting an adaptation, I was like, I don't think they're going to be able to do that with the CGI and everything, but okay, we'll see how it goes. And then, yeah, watch the we'll first couple episodes. The CGI is so bad, it is distracting from the whole show. So yeah, if you can get past the CGI I looking that... awful, it's probably okay. But it is just so distracting for me that Again, I don't I think, think that it that should have been a... adapted in the first every, place.
1: Every person has its own their own... Um bar for what they'll for their um suspension of disbelief i think that if your bar is enough where like you wa- if you watch a decent amount of like b movies and like you're into that kind of like you don't need it to look good go right ahead like you're going to enjoy sweet home in terms of story is actually pretty decent -hmm. If you like that, like dystopian, if you're into like zombie, like zombie
0: apocalypse things, and that's like definitely for you, but it's just yeah, be warned. The CGI is the CGI is not great. It's really distracting from the. But also, I feel
1: like if you're into that that genre, you're used to bad CGI, just because that is also just a thing that happens because a lot of things aren't made with a big budget. Right. I will say, if that show had had the budget it needed, it would be great. Mm-hmm. That show just takes me out of it and I don't want to It, take, spend it my takes it takes you out of it immediately, yeah. The other thing is that it definitely needs a season 2, but I don't know if they're when that is occurring. Mhm. Cuz that show it was it ends with you can watch it as a standalone, but it is not in the typical K-drama standalone way where like you don't need a se- like the second season is completely unnecessary this kind of needs a second season it sets itself up for a I'm second pretty season pretty
0: sure the sweet home webtoon is finished i don't but, and i haven't finished sweet home so i don't know what point in time that it like actually gets up to but it is like complete so i don't know yeah. if they stopped it midway through um, the actual webtoon to set up a second season, which is, I think, probably it makes sense because it is like 140 chapters long. But
1: Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's what they ended up yeah. doing is that I've seen people talk about what then goes on to happen in the webtoon. Yeah. And I think that that's sort of what happened. It's sort of like a seasonal anime type situation where, like, you're adapting that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I do genuinely think that that show, with COVID and everything else... I don't know when that actual adaptation will be happening. Like that is it's sort of up in the air. Also the fact that uh Song Kang is Song apparently Kang. very in demand?
0: Yeah, for Netflix shows specifically. Like all of them go all of Song Kang's shows go to Netflix, so.
1: They do tend to go to Netflix. I don't know if it's just because he works specifically with like one Korean uh broadcaster.
0: Maybe. And their I don't shows know. are always
1: going to Netflix? Who knows. Who knows. We haven't looked that up.
0: Yeah. Um, so the last one I'm talking about for the um, adaptations is Hellbound. Hellbound is really interesting because, to my knowledge, this is the only webcomic that's been adapted that was actually um, written by the actual author of the original manhwa to begin so with. So he did which, his own adaptation. Yeah, so he wrote his own um, K-drama adaptation for his webcomic, and I think we need to do that more because that was a great mm-hmm. It was a great adaptation. I read it, Um, actually read the manhwa after watching hellbound it's a pretty direct adaptation um from the manhwa to the Mm -hmm. adaptation which makes a lot of sense because the same author wrote both of them yeah i think that was really interesting about it was that the ending of the adaptation is actually different it has an extra added scene at the end of it that is not in the actual original webcomic And the author said he put that in there to actually tease season two of the webcomic. So that was really interesting to me. And I thought that was really smart. And it's, yeah, he does say he wants to do a season two eventually, but obviously he has to publish um, season two of the webcomic first before we can even get to the K-drama adaptation of it. But I yeah. really like that. If there are more, like, manhwa authors who can be directly involved in I mean, writing I do the adaptation, that I think be, we need more of that again, for sure. I do think that that will be a very uh, up and down situation
1: because I think that while it works in this case, as we've seen from uh, authors that try to adapt their own books, yeah. that'll also have its own problems because, again, writing screenplays is very different than writing uh, books and also writing
0: and I think the thing Webtoons. that worked with Hellbound was that it was short to begin with. It's a very Fair. short, like, He's, one-off he story. Didn't, so he it didn't was,
1: need to condense yeah, the same it was way. The
0: perf- it was the perfect length of a webcomic to adapt into, like, an eight-episode show. Yeah, because so I also don't think that, like, for
1: example, enough. uh, the author of Extraordinary You could have done too much. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, the author of True Beauty would have had their work cut out for them.
0: That would have been a lot, trying to do that, because it's so much longer. But, yeah. When the um, original, like, sort of main, like, story was already short enough that it was, like, a perfect length for, like, a Netflix adaptation. So, that was really good. A couple of other ones I just wanted to point out that I haven't seen any of these, but a lot of love comics also have gotten like animated adaptations. Mm-hmm. So no bless, life, the god of high school, tower of God, and welcome to convenience store, and Nanbaka. All of those are web comics and manhwas that have like animated adaptations. I think to them. I find it very interesting that now it's
1: like gone full circle, where it's like manhwas came from monk or like uh, not came from, but like. Are sort of influenced by manga. Manga becomes anime. And now anime is coming from the manhwas. Yes, it's all just—it's yes. all just, it's it's all a, just getting coming muddled. full circle here. I mean, let's be honest. Mays are getting fucking animated. So, oh, like, yeah. why the fuck not? Those
0: are on Netflix and everything. Else one too, day,
1: so. one day, I will do a May episode. One day, eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it'll we'll just, get there. We'll get there once I've read them. Because again. D- you think that the 100 episode, 100 uh, ongoing episode of True Beauty is uh, interesting? You want to know how long uh, Heaven Official's Blessing is? <laughs> it's good, like, 4, th- it's like 3,000 pages. The book is out, but you it think does- I can read that as a PDF? No.
0: That's too many pages. That's
1: too many pages.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, lo- it is, mo- most Don Mays are longer than the Bible, that's that's just how that's that is. That's just wild. generally the the way that goes is that mo a lot of them are longer than mm-hmm. the Bible. And hopefully China will allow the adaptations to be released. Come on, censorship board.
0: Censorship board. Censorship
1: board. Do it. I don't know if me asking the censorship board will make it more or less likely. I feel Who like knows? they're gonna be like, ah, nah. the Americans want it. Fuck them.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> now it gets in the vault for longer.
0: Yep. Uh, so this next section is going to be, and this is the last, like, section, um, is going to be kind of uh, just recommendations of certain genres I have that I like, and also ones that I would love to see adapted in, like, some way or form, mostly as K-dramas, although some of them are pretty unlikely to get K-drama adaptations, I, but I would still like them anyway.
1: Kayla, I want you to, to give me, because I don't know any of these. Yes, yes. I want a like little bit of a, a description of these plots. You definitely like want be a one or two seconds. descriptions,
0: Yeah. Like so, one or two
1: sentences. Sell me on it.
0: Yeah. So the one I would love to see um an adaptation on, which I know will not because I don't actually think it's a Mon or love comic. I think the author of it is like a Western author. Although all of the characters are Korean and it's definitely it seems like it's set in Korea but I don't think It's not an act, it's the, it's actually like the author is Korean. Ah. I know. Well, she might be Korean but she might be like American Korean or something American. but yeah. But I don't think she's actually like full Korean so I don't know what the chances and this are isn't of being that getting published in Korea. Adapted. Yeah. It's not being published in Korea I don't think cuz it's on Webtoon but I'm pretty mm. sure like the author has like a Twitter that's like all in English and stuff so I don't think it's like a Korean author. Anyway, so it's called Age Matters. This is a completed webcomic. It's a romance, and it's one of my favorite romances that I have ever read as a webcomic. It's essentially um, revolving around a 30-year-old woman named Rose Troy, and she accidentally gets entangled in the affairs of a 20-year-old tech CEO named Daniel Yoon, who, like, lives next door to her. And it essentially just the whole thing goes over her and uh, Daniel's relationship uh, their interactions um, when she becomes like his secretary and his assistant and all of the other people around them that sort of they work with each other and stuff see that's hilarious I because really like i do it.
1: think that that could be a very popular um
0: right it sounds like that's because perfect that's for like a also because
1: that's also what's already being done so often now that's i think uh, I, like a good like so older bad. woman perfect. younger man is a super like popular thing right now like right I guess, it's
0: like everything about it is perfect i mean rowan did one
1: rowan did one
0: i forget what, what it was called
1: but he did one uh, where she h- would never know the she would never know one. yeah yeah she would never know is one i think we just i just watched uh why women love Mm-hmm. Usually ends up being, like, a CEO woman with, right? like,
0: the younger man being your second. But that's also, like, a fun twist to but it. I think that'd got, be like, so a hot, good. like, a rich, young CEO. Because, like, who yeah. doesn't love a hot, young, rich CEO? Like, we love those.
1: That. That's yeah. also a very popular <laughs> trope. We love a rich, young, hot CEO.
0: Yep. And I, I enjoy it. I find the romance is, like, really endearing. The characters are so fun. Um, And I just, I love everything about it. It's easily the best romance webcomic that I've ever read. Love that. I don't know if it'll get an adaptation but i would love it mm-hmm. another one um to switch genres a little bit this is called to you who swallowed a star this is um the plot is is a lot um okay <laughs> it's very confusing it also starts off very weird because there's essentially this younger girl her name is Jiu. Mm-hmm. she grows up in a poor family but her family has like um a Family friend and his son, who are like really, really rich, and okay. so her and the son grow up kind of as like childhood best friends, and they like sort of live with them for a little bit and whatever. They mm-hmm. eventually move out because they don't want to like mooch off of the family. Um, Honorable, uh, yeah. And so, both from below where she lives, lives these like two younger children. Um, I don't, I want to say the boy is, like, 10 years old, and the girl is, like, a couple years younger than him. Okay. And they are pretty neglected by their parents, so she sort of takes them in, babysits them a lot. She spends a lot of her time, like, earning extra money to take care of them and take them fun places and everything like that. Um, but the end, the end point here is that, like, the little boy is gonna grow, like, a huge crush onto her. Okay. And so, um eventually that's like a kind of a weird relationship between like this kid who's like really young and him wanting to like date his babysitter essentially older sister that's figure, questionable which is questionable and then eventually, eventually. this plot is like so confusing um she's like her because her goal is to like go to fashion school and everything uh-huh. so she's running a youtube channel she does a video where she makes him over to look like a k-pop idol essentially And then he, because he's handsome, gets a call from, like, a Produce 101X, like, Ah. survival show type thing, and they ask him to go on the show. And so then he goes on the show and everything and does that, and so then it's, like, a weird K-pop romance thing with him, and then the girl and there's like several time skips in here Wait, question. to the point where he's like a like an adult eventually so it, it becomes uh-huh. less weird as time goes on but uh-huh. it's like very confusing but i do think it's a really fun story that's line. fun um does the rich guy come back rich guy is always here they date a little bit but oh good. he's kind of like an asshole. second
1: me- ah never mind
0: um so there's a lot it's a lot but he's he's always constantly around as well and he doesn't he obviously doesn't like this younger kid i mean i kind of agree with him if i'm being honest it's weird it's a really weird thing um to get used to because the way they set up the romance initially is just so bizarre because she's like a a teenager and he's like 10 years old and like that's like super fucking Uh weird um but the far like the longer it goes on i think the more things start making sense and like the more interesting the story is Uh so I they do, do like several like five year time skips. So okay. So it does like so, they do age him pretty so fast. So here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing.
0: I think that this
1: would only work as an anime and not as a drama. It definitely won't work it would work as a drama. drama. I don't think it would work.
0: there are too many time skips There's in There's too there many for time to skips. And t- then the, he would be one.
1: like from age like, I don't know, 16 to 30. He would be played yeah. by the same actor. So I would not know when we are.
0: Yeah, they would need I think to it wouldn't work. Because it's like currently also, where the drama is right now, they have him from ages of like ten years old to like probably twenty four. So it's like That's questionable. It's questionable. And it's yeah. also just like I think that that
1: type of story specifically works weirder when it's real people. It's really weird in a yeah. in an animated setting, it is fine because there's technically nothing illegal about any of this. Mm -hmm. But it's weird that we start with a child, and now we're an adult. Like, it's... Yeah,
0: it's it's weird. It's weirder with adults. with real people. I started reading that because it was so bizarre. I wanted to see where it was going, and then it actually turned into a really good story the longer it went on, so now I'm, like, reading it actually for fun, so I do like it. Uh, It takes a while to get used to it, though, not gonna lie. It starts out really weird, so... There's that one. Um... So the next one is, I'm still reading it because it is finished, but it is on, like, a daily pass, which means you can only read one chapter a day. Mm-hmm. So this is called Dear X, and it's telling... Dear X as in
1: dear your ex or dear the no, letter X? No, just
0: the letter X. Ah. Um, And this is telling, essentially, the dark and rather questionable past of an actress. Um, it's essentially showing like she's it starts off where she's winning an award like mm-hmm. on television and then a, the next channel over is like running an expose about all of the terrible things she's done in her Ooh. past so right now it, so it flashes back to like her in high school and like showing how she's like manipulated people and like done all of this like really uh-huh. questionable stuff in her past and it's uh-huh. really really interesting I like that's it a lot. very
1: fun i think mm-hmm. that that would i want like a seasoned actress not, yeah. like, a seasoned, like, not an older, like, just, like, an a, like an actress that has, like, done a bunch of roles. I'm trying to think who could do it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want someone super young.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: trying to think. But, like, I think that that would be a very fun thing to see. I think see. it would be
0: really fun to see, yeah. Especially because I think it would have to be, like... You get a seasoned actress, but since a lot of it is also being told like when she's a lot younger, I think it'd be fun if different actresses. Because I don't know how
1: old is the actress at the end.
0: I think she's pretty young still. Like she's probably it probably because I kind of love.
1: I would love it if it was like she was like in her sixties, and this was like a lifetime achievement award. Oh yeah, and then you flash back to like it's like a younger actress playing her throughout her life, and that thing. Mm. I think that would be amazing. I think that would be be so fun but i don't think that that works for that but i think that that just generally would be a very fun uh
0: it would be very fun way i think to do that, that would i think just the plot of that would be really interesting to see mm-hmm. um actually a k drama as
1: yeah cuz i think that that cuz that specifically would deal with i want her specifically i don't want her to be a movie actress now. i want her specifically to be a k drama actress who yeah. has done like k dramas like, cuz also i would just cuz that's the thing about k dramas that you can go from doing let's Again, we keep talking about this man. We don't hate Song Kang, but he Mm -hmm. just keeps coming up. So we talk about him. Just think about like the past couple years of like Song Kang's career where you're Uh doing uh, a novel era with like him and this old man bonding to nevertheless, which is just like a bunch of sex scenes. To all of these are in the wrong order, but to Sweet Home, (laughs) and then you have Love Alarm, which was like a high school romance, and now you're doing Forecasting Love and Weather, which is an office romance. And that's all within like the past like four years. I think it'd be really fun for to just see like this over the length of this actress's career. You Mm -hmm. could she can do like. Historical, then like modern, then office, then like supernatural. Like, there's so many different things that that could do, and I think that that opens up with, yeah, because like in K dramas, you're doing such a wide range, especially if you're a good K drama actor. Yeah, and you're seen as like the top top of K drama actors because I think like in film, you kind of get pigeonholed into like, well, this person does this. Mm-hmm. She can do like that. That'd yeah. be so fun in that show. Mm -hmm. her being a bitch on different sets
0: oh yeah that would be great uh so i have three now that i think would do like really really well as like a shorter like sort of psychological crime adaptation those like six episode netflix yeah like like, extracurricular or like strangers from hell type of a show Mm -hmm. so the first one is called my deepest secret i really can't this is also i think written by a um a western author, so it probably won't get at- it but I do really like it. I can't say a lot about it without giving away the whole plot of the drama. Uh huh. Um, but it's you actually, can tell me uh, this, in like you can yeah. tell me
1: off 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 this,
0: but yeah, yeah on the know. surface, it's a college romance between a girl named Emma and her boyfriend named Elios, but it's sort of unraveling slowly. That I want a K really drama with a male lead sea- named Elios, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want but- that now. Um, and then it but soon because apparent that Elios has a really dark secret um, that he's hiding and I really can't say more than that without giving away the whole thing. So I really enjoyed it. It's a very good psychological thriller type of a lab comic. So mm-hmm. really like it. It's also finished. So if you want to just know the ending, it's there already. Ah. So also recommend it for that too. Mm hmm. Actually, all three of these I'm about to say are finished, and that's why I would like adaptations of them. I mean, I so also think They are finished, and they're, for, short,
1: they're shorter. At least for psychological thriller uh, things, I feel like a lot of it does depend on the ending. If you
0: have a bad ending- Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Why even start? Why even bother? Why bother? The next one is called Hashtag Killstagram. Ah! Um, this is a really, really- I don't think- really I think that that would need-
1: a name change.
0: Probably. in adaptation.
1: I think that that would require a name change.
0: Yep. It definitely would for like legal reasons, but. But also um, I think
1: just because I don't know if that, if a thing called killstagram.
0: Like yeah. Like you, we have to,
1: we got to fucking blur the knives. You think we can do killstagram? Yeah. Uh, it's,
0: So this is a really, really sad and really, really dark commentary on social media influencers um so it's essentially about this girl named Remy. on the outside she's a young pretty social media influencer who has thousands of followers but on the inside she's actually very lonely doesn't have that Aww. many friends and sort of um has her social media up as like a wall around her to sort of give her the impression that she does have all these friends and people that care about her mm-hmm. and then she eventually gets targeted by a stalker one day and Aww. paranoia and loneliness uh just just keep like getting to her more and more as that goes on combination yeah and essentially just it goes through her struggles of who in her life she can even really trust to begin with because she doesn't have that many friends outside of like the people who follow her on instagram so uh really sad really 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 sad and dark um for that one i cried a lot the ending is really sad so if you don't like sad endings don't read that one um I do really like it, though. I, it, I think it is a really, really good, like, commentary on social media and everything. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy that tremendously. I also love it is really sad. how we must have, like, everything in this section's got to be
1: so vague because we're in psychological thrillers, so, like, yeah. the ending is half the battle.
0: It is. <laughs> it really is. Um, the next one is called Bastard. So Bastard was written by the same author that wrote Sweet Home, and this is actually his original work. Um, his first one he read, so he wrote it before Sweet Home. I like this tremendously more than Sweet Home, just because it is just a pure psychological thriller, thrower and it isn't anything supernatural or anything. I mean, as, as, as I think the
1: people have noticed, um, we don't like, uh, supernatural, and we especially do not like zombies. <laughs>
0: No, hate zombies. We don't hate enjoy zombie anything with zombies or zombie
1: esque creatures. I
0: let's like we will not cover any shows like that involve zombies, like Kingdom or like All of Us Are Dead. Like we're never covering any of those because I don't want to watch them. So
1: i uh, We might have to cover All of Us Are Dead when we do that episode on the Netflix um, shows. Yeah, and by we I mean me.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's a you problem. <laughs>
1: it's a me problem, isn't it?
0: Uh huh. Um. So, Bastard is essentially so. There's a. Like high schooler, his name is Jin. His father is a serial killer, of and he is. growing up, he's essentially had to assist his father um, with his quotation marks work. Quotation so marks. he meets a girl one day. It comes from a really poor family, and he at all costs is trying to protect her from his father. But Aww. then his father finds out. The father wants to kill her because um, he doesn't want insane. his his yeah, and he also doesn't want his son to have any like personal connections to Aww. anyone. Besides him because of the whole psychological aspect of it. So mm-hmm. he struggles a lot with sort of obeying his father, whether or not he should turn him in, protecting his friend, and all of that type of stuff. But it's very good. I really enjoy it. It's a very... It's like, first psychological thriller-wise, it's one of the first ones that I've read um, for Webtoons, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. So these next ones... Um, I think only one of them has a Korean author, but these are all ones I think only work animated. I don't think they would work in, like, live-action adaptations. So, the first one is DICE. So, have you seen Future Diary, the anime, or at least know of Future Diary?
1: I've seen enough of Future Diary. I couldn't finish it. I was just not having a good
0: time. So, this is pretty similar to Future Diary, Uh, essentially that does uh, not work as a that does not work with real people that's why i say this is i think the closest thing to a manga i've read from a webcomic Mm -hmm. so essentially there's a game it's called dice essentially you complete small tasks and you win dice as a reward Mm -hmm. and then you can roll the dice and you earn points from them and you actually use those to change things about yourself so you can change your physical appearance your skills your abilities i really anything and the farther more in depth you get into the game, the sort of you can give yourself even like superpowers and stuff oh, fun. eventually. So that revolves around essentially this one kid in the high school where he started playing that game at, and sort of how it is spiraling out of control into ah. the city he lives in and like everything else. And it just gets like more intense and crazier the farther down into the game he gets. But so everything that's very falling apart, yeah. Very, very much more of an anime type vibes from that one for sure. Um, This next one is called Refund High School. Essentially, um, it starts off kind of sad, but there's a car crash, and it essentially kills an entire K-pop girl group right before they're about to debut. What? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. they then are sent to the afterlife um and they are given the chance to either be reincarnated into a fish or to attend (laughs) refund high school in the underworld and there's a whole colorful cast of like students who are both human and not human and it turns like for a better chance of reincarnation i would
1: would genuinely hate that as a k-drama i think that would not work it's absolute so
0: there are too many non human characters in yes. that for it to work as a K drama, number one. Number two, I think the art style is adorable. So I think it would work really well
1: animated. So but... it, this is more of a lighthearted
0: uh That's lighthearted. I Asian. mean it, it does start off with the death of a whole I... girl group. So does so do a lot of anime. Yeah. But also and once they get to the afterlife aspect, it's very colorful, it's more fun. It is it's it really is more of like a slice of life like magical comedy than it is really that sad, so I think that's fun. I also just love the art style of that too, so I would love to see it animated. That would be so fun. I, I genuinely that would be so fun. Yeah. It's also very funny because it also deals with like nepotism and stuff too with the girl group, so they have like their own like internal problems as oh, well and everything. Fun. So that's fun too. Are they playing this, like,
1: are they, is this a team, F, is this a team sport, or is this an individual activity?
0: It's kind of both. Ah, it's a bit of, I think it's okay. a little bit of both, yeah. Because I'm like, are we
1: all going for our own individual uh, reincarnate, reincarnations, right, right. or are we all, like, collectively going to be one Collectively,
0: fish? yeah. I think it, it is individual at the end, but they are mm. kind of more, like, ah. going through it together because they're just kind of confused they're for friends. a while to begin with, so okay. they are a little bit of friends, so... Um, the, the other one is, it's called Purple Hyacinth. So, this is set in, like, a more, um, like, I want to say, like, Sherlock Holmes Agatha Christie-esque, like, setting. I, set... oh, that's fun. Yeah. Essentially, there's a serial killer out there. He's murdering various people in power and exposing the corruption uh-huh. of the current, like, police system. And he is the most wanted person in the country at the time. Um, but he uh, he has like a lot of sort of questions around him and whether or not he's actually helping or harming society because he is uh. exposing corruption along the way, and so one of um is a woman who's a police officer and she makes an encounter with him one night and then they sort of enter into a pact with him and she's sort of like a both helping him expose the corruption but also she's working with the serial killer so there's like a whole like there's like a double there's double a dynamic thing. there yeah but it's it's very fun My i do also is, love the art style of that is it's this very pretty. in is this in modern day i don't so it's i don't it's not in modern day i want to say it could almost be in the future Okay. Um, it's like in a weird way that like um. It's like this timeless
1: thing where they just have yeah. different technology.
0: Right. The technology is similar. It does seem like it's it's like more modern, but they also go to like balls and stuff. So it's like weirdly could be like a weird so it's like kind of dystopian future that like is regressed to, to in make time.
1: to make a to make a weird comparison. It's like Riverdale where it's like it's now. But also yeah. not at all now. Like yeah, it's like it's, vaguely it's weird. now. Like,
0: it's really hard to pin down like a time period for what it's taking place. Yeah. But it's really fun. Uh, that's a fun just like mystery story because I love just like that style of like Sherlock Holmes egg, the Christie style mysteries. So I really like that that because of that. Mm-hmm. A few other ones. Lost in translation, I wanted to mention because that is a- another web comic about K-pop. It's essentially uh-huh. following a boy group called Mayhem. They are, and they're, like, kind of rise to success and all of the, like, problems they're facing are along the way. I do think it's really fun. I have two problems with it now. Number uh-huh. one is the CEO is kind of the villain, and he's kind of too cartoony evil for me to believe anything that he's doing I really like That's- them, um, the way that he pushes the plot, so that kind of takes me out of it a little bit. That
1: is partially, I think, a lot of problems with the... Again, we have a full episode about this coming in like two weeks. We do, but where we're just talking about K dramas about K pop, yeah. yes. And I do think that the villain of those are like a very big deciding factor on whether yeah. that show is good or not.
0: And it's like it's like he's doing evil stuff, and I'm like, is it believable? Not really. <laughs> so it's like it's too cartoony evil. So that that would so be more it takes like me out of it. Would that work
1: as like? In anime, wherein it's, like, just hyper, uh, Yeah. hyper stylized anyway, mm-hmm. and not realistic. I think, again, when you decide to do, because, again, that would be a show that would have actual idols in it, because yeah. that's just how that would get cast. Right. I don't think it would work. I think it's weird if it was real idols in it. I think there's yeah, just oh, a yeah. weird dynamic there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I don't like about it is one of the characters is very well known to be based off of day six is Jay. So it's a little bit unfortunate for him because the character is like, the character is not Jay, but the author has stated that she based his appearance off of Jay and it's very clear that looking at him that the character is Jay. Um, so don't love that anymore. I don't which love is that a, in retrospect. It's in retrospect. It's really bad. Um yeah. she never 100 well, percent when she started writing. That didn't know that things would happen. I mean, future, I don't think but, this. I don't think this one's a mind but, reader and like, yeah. a
1: fortune teller. But no,
0: but it it's is. Just, it's just it's weird. Um, especially now looking at that character in retrospect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one of the other ones is so Stag Town. Stag Town's a really really good horror um web comic that is. Based off this girl, she's moving back to her, like, small hometown after college, and essentially mm-hmm. there is some type of weird demonic entity that is, like, mind-controlling, slash, leave- s- like, stopping people from leaving the town. Um, and doing all sorts of, like, weird, creepy, like, mind-fucking stuff to, like, everybody who lives there and just, mm-hmm. like, wiping their memory and all sorts of weird stuff so no one remembers all the weird things that are going on. But it's a really well-written horror. I like it a lot. It's very interesting. then I want to talk about, so this is the last two, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Lore Olympus and Let's Play Together, because I think they're kind of two sides of the same coin here.
1: I think genuinely we are getting a Lore Olympus adaptation in some way in the semi-near future.
0: Yes. So I love Lore Olympus. Um, That's written by also a Western artist, but it's essentially a more, it's like I don't want to say a modern take, but it's another take on the Hades-Persephone it's another, love it's story another from Greek It's another Greek mythology. myth adaptation. Yeah. We get those every couple. I know a couple. lot of people don't like it. Um, I mean, and, as with
1: anything that's popular.
0: Yes. A lot of people say that they don't like Hades being portrayed as such a nice person. And I'm like, I don't like... Hades is not real. Like, Hades is never real. I don't care also, what I'm we sorry. decide to portray a Greek we mythological have, god. Also, we have had... A million other
1: Hades adaptations. Like yeah. it's fine if this one again, it can be not to your taste. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's just very funny that that's where we're drawing that that's the line. Where we're drawing the line. Like, you like, want to know another? You want to know another Hades and Persephone adaptation that's also being done right now? Mm-hmm. Par- uh, I know it's not just that. I know it's mainly a uh, other Greek myth adaptation, but it's also partially in a uh, Hades town.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That's another one. If you like yep. Greek myth adaptations are everywhere. They're everywhere. They're I I love I love Greek mythology. That's I do why too. I decided to read it in the first place, but I think it's really good. I think the story is really engaging. It's it's still ongoing. The current season is over or it's on like a mid-season break right now, mm-hmm. but I do really like it. And there's um, two uh like not like compendium, I don't even know what you volumes. I don't know what they are because Vol- like yeah. hard
1: covered, like hard-covered very, books. Books. They're they're very, very nice. They're very nice.
0: I own the first like print version uh-huh. of it, and it's. I wanted it just because the art is so pretty. No, I love beautiful. the art style. It's beautiful. Um, because every character is essentially drawn in one color, and mm. it, it, it's very, one it's it very, very pretty. makes it very easily, very pretty. Also, very easy to tell characters apart as well. Yeah, and I mean I really the like thing the with style. it is that I
1: don't know how. Like the adaptation process. Yeah. Is would be interesting with that because I do think what we are going to maybe end up seeing is in a live action adaptation. Yeah. And at that point, I hope that they just do like do I don't know at the max do like a Power Rangers thing where like you're just wearing your color. Right. Don't right, fucking right. make anybody pink, please. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope we don't. But I feel like it needs to be said because like it people are gonna try
0: yeah don't don't do that please (laughs) i would very much like them to just wear the color that they are representing in the web comic another thing i know that she um this author also mentioned when getting the print version of her web comic ready is that because web comics are drawn, drawn like so specifically to be read on phones it's really hard to take that art style and like try to print it oh yeah and make it an actual like book size yeah it is weird so that's, that's why um, the Laura Olympus thing is like a hardcover like thicker book. It's because that's I mean, the I think it, best that's the best way she found to print it. I mean
1: honestly speaking, I I do I do like the um hard coverness of it. I think it makes it unique and fun. Oh yeah. But I also do think that that is another thing you have to think about is that uh when you're looking at it's a completely different medium than like a manga or anything else because it is written for a different medium. Oh yeah. So I. And so it's, it's it interesting to, to think of. I I do wonder if that's also maybe why like that's taking. Because again, taking you can do a lot it. Of people cheap. so
0: long to do it. Yeah. yeah, you can do it a cheap way, and it can look terrible. Right, but I also War of don't. Olympus is also one of the most popular web it comics, is. It's especially the one... for Western ones as well. And it the fact that it took them. So long to sort of figure out how to get it in a print form. I, I mean, think is probably representative of the problems that everyone who is a webcomic author is having trying to print out actual physical yeah. versions of it. I also think it does have
1: something to do with the fact of like it's expensive to do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, not many publishers are gonna. Oh try yeah, you it definitely on, like, have to have expensive. enough popularity
0: and money in order to print at least at the form, beginning. Anyway. Who
1: knows? Like later on, if they can figure out how to do this. Because, right. again, it's also just having to put in the money of figuring out... Because once the format's figured out, people mm-hmm. are going to copy the format. Figuring out the format is an expensive, yeah, time-consuming process. They do process. to, like,
0: troubleshoot it yeah, they ha- and They're the ones having...
1: Us. Like, you need something popular enough to be able to troubleshoot it. There's a reason right, right. that your favorite, like... Not your specifically, but, like, people's favorite um, smaller web uh, comic is not... It's going to take a while. Because, right. like, they obviously... Don't have the money to do that.
0: Yeah. Because also
1: there's going to be. Someone who's going to probably have to figure out how to do it. And not a. Because that hardcover book. That Lore Olympus volume is not cheap. Yeah. That Lore Olympus volume one. What I'm finding it for is. I mean it's not that expensive. It's about like. Oh, actually, it's not that expensive. It was not that. It was only it's like actually, it's around fifteen,
0: it's around twenty dollars $20 to buy. Yeah, which is not when, bad for a hardcover book. It's um, not, especially being all in color like it yeah. is too. So
1: because honestly speaking, I expected it to be more mainly just because a hardcover book usually costs you at least 20 dollars. Like yeah, and, and then the fact manga that this themselves is
0: all printed in color yeah. too,
1: and also manga themselves are like a good like eight to ten dollars and manga yeah. is smaller there's more right. pages obviously but like it's right, smaller right. So and not mean, in like, color
0: more ink and everything with the printing yeah um yeah so i just want to compare it to let's play because let's play is also one of the other most popular um western web comics right now which i think is absolutely terrible i think it's one of the worst things you're not a fan written ever it's terrible it's so bad So Let's Play was originally marketed as, like, a gaming romance. It's this girl. She is a web designer. She designed, like, an indie game by herself. Um, It gets reviewed by a really popular Let's Player Uh on YouTube. He gives it a bad review because he doesn't play the game correctly. It, like, ruins her game completely because all of his fans go on and give it a bad review as well. He then moves into the apartment next to her. (laughs) Um, And then there's a lot of hijinks with stuff that happens there. They become friends. He plays the game correctly eventually and then apologizes profusely and it's like ah uh, like a sort of that's like where it was supposed to be going right the whole the whole story Mm -hmm. until we throw in that so she works at like a game design company we throw in this this her boss at that company who is like this weird danish man weird danish (laughs) man because it's like such a weird like plot point that we have to keep being reminded of that he's danish for some reason uh and comedy comedy sure but he does like a lot of things where he's like sort of mentoring her and trying to get her to like have more confidence about herself and everything like that but then it so clearly turns into a romance between the two of them and then is now more recently turning into like a Fifty Shades of Grey style BDSM romance in between them, where the fact that this other man who was the gamer it's like man? a side he is a side character now i don't know what he's doing but he's like not in the story anymore so he's not the so it's not about
1: them falling in love it's, it's about not, not it's not, not a gaming it's not
0: a gaming romance anymore the gaming damn element it, i love
1: gaming romances the
0: gaming element of the story is dropped so fast and replaced with this weird like 50 shades of gray relationship instead that it's like It almost feels like it's false advertising because the story just takes such a bizarre turn that anyone who was reading it for the gaming romance to begin with has left because it's like, that's not what this is anymore. It's so weird. And it's so weird that she decided to take it that way. And it's like, this is one of the things where I have like so much blame to put on the author of this one because she's apparently said in interviews before that she started to write the gaming element out because she didn't think her audience would want it and i'm like mm-hmm. your audience was reading a gaming romance because they wanted a gaming romance and now your original audience has left because you forced the story and you this forced a different romance and that's why your audience is people who want 50 shades of gray romance is because that's where you forced that's what that's
1: where we are that's where yeah. we are now
0: that's where you force it so that's your audience now so of course you don't want to write gaming anymore because all of the people who were there for gaming have left it was very clear she also did not know a lot about gaming to begin with the author mm-hmm. and the way that she this is also like a thing that's like pretty well like discussed and like argued about is that she uh-huh. writes minority characters like pretty bad as oh really well. she has like one character of like every race, and they're like very stereotypical, stereotypical? like that most oh, stereotypical no. ec- person of that race you could actually like ever get. It's like I bad. don't like that. That's it's not, really, it's that's really not bad. Good, and it feels like she's trying to make it oh diversity, but like when the diversity is like you've made them into a stereotype, and that's all they're there for. It's like it's then you're not doing anything good there anyway. No, no. and like I like to compare this to War Olympus because Hades and Persephone. That's a story you can clearly very easily see going in a weird BDSM relationship You can! Of way. It could, like especially... an easy an place I, for
1: that to go. Genuinely, Kayla, I feel like if I took the time to do the research, mm-hmm. I could find it.
0: Yeah, and the story, but War Olympus what instead, is just, like, so new and so refreshing and, like, so, like, cute, the romance happening there, that I really appreciate that. Um, because... I feel like they're kind of two sides of the same story. We're like that we could have easily gone there with War Olympus and we didn't. And then with Let's Play, it's like we came here for a gaming romance and we went fifty shades of gray instead. So I, don't I have know. It's found just
1: bad. Okay. So I have found a, an erotic novel about oh called boy. The Claiming of Persephone. Uh-huh. It has a three point eight on Goodreads. <laughs> but it uh-huh. does have Yes, that is what that is about. It exists in the world. I'm just saying, it's 62 pages. It's not that 62 pages. It's not that long. Okay, it's got 39 ratings and a 3.08. What a what a
0: ooh, lovely, lovely to know that that exists in the world now. But yeah, I just I just want to inform people who might be thinking about reading Let's Play to don't because if you want to read that for a gaming romance, it's not what you're gonna get there. So. It's, it's really bad. It's one of the worst, like, just complete, like, left turns to be made in a webtoon that I've ever seen happen. Because it's still ongoing as well, and it just gets more uncomfortable the longer it's a it goes ba- on. It just seems like a bad choice. It's a bad choice. The whole everything about it is bad choices are being made the longer that that's getting written. So I I do not enjoy it at all. So, yes. Other than that, that is all of the recommendations I sort of have for web comics that I read and really enjoy. So, hooray! Mm-hmm. I know you don't like reading web comics. I, but can't, read you can't. I can't read them. I can't read them. I am un.
1: When that is published into a book,
0: yes. I will read it.
1: I can't. I have learned. Or when, I they,
0: a- or when they get adapted into a K drama. And but- when they have adapted
1: into a K drama, I will watch it. I cannot. Yeah. I have. I have lost that ability. I can't do it it's a it's a character flaw i know but i can't i also had a kindle in high school i could do that in high school i can't do it now Mm -hmm. It, it it hurts my eyes
0: yes fair it's very fair um the people who do like in who can read stuff like on their phone um, I do definitely recommend them because they're very short, um, especially when you're caught off on something and you're reading, like, a chapter a week. It's really easy to keep track of them. Mm-hmm. They're also so accessible, and so many of them are just free and, like, legally free to read as well, which I think is also really great for... That's fun. That. They're just, like, a fun thing to read if you're bored one day and want to pick up a webcomic. So, I definitely recommend them. Yep. So, that is the end of this episode. We Yay. are available on all podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of those fun places. And we also have a YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes along with a extra fun clip video every week. And we also have a Instagram and a Twitter that are linked in the description of every episode. Um, And with that, we will see you in the next week's episode. Bye. Bye!